There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. How are you? Mm. Uh, so uh, we'll start with we'll start football, eh? Start football. Yeah, I've got some good news, though. There's some potentially good news for the future as well. I'll tell you, but the f- football, yes. Salah Burst City Bubble. He is an incredible player, that fella. Peppered. Pepped. Yeah, peppered. Uh, because people were throwing things at him. Yeah, so, he, they, um, they threw mo- coins at him. There was coins. There was allegedly uh, chants going on as well. From City fans, at Liverpool fans. Not good. Yeah, no, it's not good. There was also chants at the Aston Villa against Chelsea. You're getting sacked in the morning, the uh, Chelsea fans were shouting to Steven Gerrard. Aston Villa played really well. Like, they're really, really good. Don't know how they didn't score. Um... David Moyes wants uh, Simon Hooper to go to Specsavers because uh, of VAR, the VAR official. And Liverpool are back on the winning streak. Yeah, well, now, come on. They're not exactly top of the table. like. No, but they were uh, 12th or something. But uh, this is big to beat Man City and the top of their form. I, like Nobody gave them a hope. Damien Duff says this blows away everything else I've done. Shelburne won, Waterford nil. He means everything, by the way. Even well, those cartwheels of Robbie Keane. So this is good news. So there's a, um, a married couple who were a part of the, they were part of the vaccines for COVID, right? And while they were doing all their research, they they found that the stuff they were the stuff they discovered while they were looking for what were they looking the, for the in stu- the first place a vaccine for COVID. So while they were just looking for that, they found out other stuff, and they reckon there will be a vaccine for cancer by by 2030. They hope that'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, all forms or, or the couple who uh, co-founded BioNTech um, in Germany. So they were uh, they were they were working principally on ca- on cancer. So a lot of uh, medical people were working on different things, kind of down tools to go and work on the COVID vaccine and stuff. That the, uh, look, it's it's complicated, but that's the <laughs> you can, you can it's think quite it's quite a claim to it's make. Quite a claim, them. yeah, but amazing if 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 it's true. Amazing if true. Yeah, wow. Uh, black and white milkshakes. The age-old debate amongst uh, uh, dr- drinkers of the black and white milkshakes say the best, well, where's the best place to find it? And statistics say Galway. How come? Why Galway? They claim the top spot. Many say it's uh, here in Dublin. Oh, yeah, well, we could all list off places. Galway. Our research. Actually, Galway's pretty good. Every time I've ever been to Galway, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure they... Good. Been a while since I went there to remember, but yeah. According to a source, figures show the location of the perfect black and white milkshake is in Galway, with a total score of eight point five three out of ten. Everyone's doing these. Uh, oh, they're all re- reviews. Yeah, everyone's a black and white milkshake influencer now. Jesus, just pour the thing and There's drink it. There's one guy doing it, and he's the best. Is he? Oh, yeah. Your guy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who he is. You think he calls himself Arthur? And he's uh, <laughs> right, folks. He here we go. We're gonna check out the blonde with the black long dress. And uh, why does he call it a blonde? Though I don't understand. I don't know. He, he, he's he, not blonde. He's well. It's that's a German blonde. I think he used to be called the blonde in the black dress, and you could see her ruby slippers if the sun is shining through it. Anyway, 
He's very good. He's very right. good. Right, right, look at that. Don't split the A, split the G. But anyway, look, always drink responsibly. I don't drink at all. Speaking of drink, they drink But there is this guy I follow. I, I just can't stop watching this. Right, folks, here we go. Well, holy jingle bells. All right, so Qatar, here's what you need to know. 34 days from the World Cup, right? It's illegal to drink alcohol anywhere in public in Qatar. Yeah. It's illegal to be gay. Is it illegal to be gay? Yeah. It is illegal to be gay. That's yeah. why people are upset with David Beckham, right? And that's why uh, Gary Lineker has said he'd love a footballer to come out during the World Cup yeah, while well, they're there. There must be so many that. Just to make a show of them. Yeah. Um, well, what, what, would they be sent home then if it's illegal? They'd probably arrested, I don't know. Uh, There'd be an international outcry if you tried to arrest a footballer who's playing at the World Cup because they're gay. Well, look, uh, yeah, and speaking of the uh, alcohol thing. It is illegal to drink it anywhere in public, but I think there'll be sort of there'll be pens made. Where pens, man. Do you know those the, the, those little villages they make? Yes, but it's still there, though. I know. I think they'll allow a, li- a certain law. amount of it to happen. They'll turn a blind eye to it. Right. Um, ladies will have to dress modestly. There'll be no short, short skirts allowed. Right. I can't imagine a lot of women would want to go near the place. PDAs, public displays of affection, like kissing, will not be tolerated. Of anything. Can you, can you kiss your child? Can you, can you kiss your dog? I, I, th- I, don't think, I don't think anyone would be bringing their child or their dog. But what if you, have, what if you live there and you have a child or a dog? Well, PDAs. Like, snogging, snogging. Can you rub your dog in the head? Like? I'd say snogging is what they're talking about there. Well, it's a public display of affection. It could be anything. That could I be know, holding a hand. I'd say it's more kind of intimate stuff. Are you allowed, what if you score a goal? Are you allowed to hug your... Get a room. If anyone's saying get a room to you, you could be in trouble. Selfies. Phone pics outside office buildings strictly off limits. Ah, that's a good one. No selfies. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and singing, no loud music or belting out tunes during a call to prayer, which is, of course, uh, a religious reason. So that's fair enough. Like, well, it's like shouting during the Angelus or something. So that's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I'd be respecting that. Yeah, you have to respect. Whenever you where go on holidays, you usually respect the local laws, yeah. But it all probably does still. Like, th- there's no problem during call to prayer, but clearly religion is across everything they do. Otherwise, those things that you've just listed wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, but if, if, if there's larger louts now shouting during call to prayer, that's very offensive. So you, yeah, yeah, you need to know what you you need to. I'm sure there'll be some kind of guidebook for fans. If you get the now Lonely Planet, all right, if you're going right, or it could be a Lonely Planet in a cell. Do do literally Have do you, your research. Is anyone been to Qatar? How bad is it? Is, is, is it as bad as it sounds there? Anyone working there on the app or is that blocked? It is the strawberry alarm clock at seven to four. GameStop. That's all I hear. GameStop. So speaking of actually trying to get used to cultures and uh, understanding where people, why they say things, why they do things, if you're going to somewhere unusual, uh, US diplomats are being told to watch Gogglebox on Channel 4 to get an idea of British culture and humour. And okay, yeah, that's a good idea. What they're into. And you get like a good mixture of oh, backgrounds like, there too. Like, you get the Malones with their dogs. The Londoners, Birmingham, they're, they're all in there. Yeah. Um, I, I, Yorkshire. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I, I don't know, I think half, half, the, half the cast have passed on since I was watching it. <laughs> no, seriously. It's been, it's I know, yeah, but they replaced them with other casts. I know, but it's kind of cruel the way they just, you know, sweep them out. Oh, new people in. Like those two old ladies in the nursing home. Well, I don't think they sweep them out. Like if they pass away, what, what, what the can they do, couple? I suppose? They were always boozing. Uh, that was Steph and Dom. Um, I think they're still running their B and B. They're off the show, right? Oh, they're off ages. Like they were great, crack. They were funny, yeah. But like, the, the I suppose you can't do them forever. But I don't know. They should have some. They were. They became parodies of themselves. That's what happened there. Yeah, we interviewed them and everything. We did, yeah. 
They have some serious gap though. It's not quite a, it's not a B&B that you're, you're used to. But um, yeah, it's, that's, that's what US people are being told to do. Go watch some gogglebacks. Would, would the same work for the Irish one? Ah, would you? Yeah. Yeah. The two brothers in Cavan, for starters, they'd give you... Although it wouldn't, it doesn't really represent... Ah, there's a, actually, there's a good few dubs on it as well. Ireland's fittest family, probably the one they... That might be the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, they've, they've changed location on Ireland's fittest family. That show fascinates me, right? And uh, I, I thought, I think I know where that is. I thought it was in Wicklow, right? So I waited to the end to see where the location was. Why, were you going to drive around and have a word with them? No, I just wanted to see, was I right? This show is brutal, right? Then I realized, just so you all know. But then I realised there was no end to the show. It's what do you mean? Going. It's just, it never ends. It it's goes always on. on. It goes on for uh, four, maybe seven hours. It just never ends. Right. So uh, I, I don't know where it is, but it's, uh, it's not where it used to be. So you mean the show never ends or the it, The show never ends. It goes on for... Uh, it's, uh, it's probably still going on. It, it carries on. It's just another round after break. Join us after break. There'll be more... Uh, what just, happens when Fair City comes on? Uh, Fair City doesn't come on. Once that show is on, it's on for the for months in was, a row. Was Dermot Bannon not creeping around people's houses again last night? He could have been, but like... It was still on, on Whenever I saw it, it was just, it was just families jumping over uh, bales of hay. The mothers always get the, the toughest end of the stick there, do they? Is that fair to say? I've never watched the show, but it uh, seems no, like... No, the mothers are usually fairly good. Well, like, you, the last time you watched it, you, you said you well, I saw, I saw, I saw 10 minutes of it yesterday, and there was a mother who had done three marathons. Okay. And she was a very fit lady, and she and her sons had done marathons, and they were all, they were all super fit. So there was no bales of hay stopping her? No. This no, week? No. Okay. Frozen so. Planet was on. I, I, I watched a bit of Frozen Planet, yeah. Stanley Tucci was on. You could have watched all those things no, instead of... No, yeah, no. The Fittest Family was over. Wouldn't mess with those polar bears. Now, was there death in it? Because I have to be very careful. Uh, well, the polar bears were hungry mm-hmm. and there's a shortage of food. They went to Russia. And the, 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 they had baby seals. I was just thinking, oh, they're playing Baby the seals weren't too bad this week. There was more like... Um, they're the cutest animal you've ever seen in your life. If they're, we they're could... white and fluffy. So, so basically, in 2010, they put a weather station into Greenland and... I don't know exactly when they filmed this episode of Frozen Planet, but it had been 22.3 degrees Celsius even in Greenland. Yeah. So if those uh, little ice caps that float that the sea lines rest on, if they keep getting thinner and thinner... They melt in the summer, there'll be no sea lines. They'll drown. Yeah. And then we're looking at a stage where uh, very soon, in summertime, there won't be any ice caps uh, floating in Greenland. Yeah, that's a problem. So that was kind of... The sea lines weren't too bad this week. It was heavy bananas, wasn't it? But it was more the polar bears. They had bits of... um, I don't know. It looked like blood on, on their on their coats. But hey, it's real life, you know? I know, I know. And he was sitting in the chair looking at the, the projector screen this time. It comes, makes you even think more about him and his mortality and the world's mortality and everything. Oh. And for you and for me. Oh, it's so the Rathbegging Lakes. Thanks very much. No, that saves me. I haven't to wait to the end of it. Right, where's that now? Mead. Grand. Westmead. Big, big, where they love lakes like. I don't know. I've never been. Right. I don't know exactly where it is. Well, sign your mouth. The rest you'll have to go along. What a show. Is it half six? Is it on Sundays? Half six and still going. Toughest family or fittest family? Fittest. Fittest, right. Fittest ma or fittest... They have a a lady who used to be a horse rider and she shouts an awful lot, so I I, I was out. Is she a judge or a coach? She's one of the coaches, but she does just goes, Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! And after the fifth... Yeah, I was like, nope. (laughs) I'm out. What's her name? I have no idea. Jesus. And that's uh, that's me. That's mild. 
do it again. Come on! <laughs> now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy.ie. Don't waste your precious time. Sell your car the easy way. Autobuy.ie. Javier Bardem stars alongside Sean Mendes in the new animated film Lyle, Lyle, Lyle Crocodile. Meant to be very, very good, obviously for kids, but I presume grown-ups will watch it too. Yeah, well, they're all kind of, they do a bit of both, don't they? And uh, set in cinemas now, the movie's based on the children's book about a singing crocodile, voiced by Sean, uh, that lives in New York City. And we caught up with Javier, who told us he gets he's good pals with Josh Brolin. I'm a good friend of Josh Brolin. So smart and so funny and so nice and caring. And we're making a movie together now. We're making Dune Part 2. What's that got to do with Sean Mendes, if you don't mind me saying so, Javier? That is your real name. Um, Sam Smith, have you seen this video? I've mm. seen this video. No. So Sam Smith is wearing a horny devil hat. Uh, what looks like a dressing gown or a house a house coat. Much. Wh- whips it open. Yeah. Uh, you see his, you see their two pack. Yeah. And then he closes, they close the dressing gown again and there's a surprise coming. What's I would have thought surprise? that was a surprise though. What's a surprise? I don't know. I have an announcement tomorrow. So, today's the actual. Is that him saying I have an announcement tomorrow? That's it. That's it. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Okay, well, we'll find it. That's today. That was yesterday, so we'll find it today. I can't promise easy days. And I can't keep the rain away. And God is on to sing without your loving. Isn't that worth Something I might show up a little late. I'll try to learn from my mistakes. Ain't got a song to sing without your loving. Yeah, isn't that worth something? So that's Dermot wow. Kennedy performing at BBC over the weekend. That's, that's a new dreamer. One, that's that's dreamer. my favourite Dermot Kennedy song I've ever heard. From the album. That's the best thing he's ever done. Do you like that? I do like that. Megan Thee Stallion presented the, and performed on Saturday Night Live. She was the musical and host. Ah, she was no Brendan, was she? No. And in her opening monologue, she pushed for a job on Bridgerton. Like, I don't want to toot my own horn or nothing, but I think I do a pretty good British accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check this out. <clears throat> Put me in Bridgerton, <laughs> Pursuing a rap career is not easy, and I did that while putting out song after song and going on a world tour. So now I can go by another name. Megan, they need some sleep. <laughs> yeah, the monologue was strange. She didn't really do many jokes. It was more so just uh, her chatting about stuff she was doing. Brendan didn't do any jokes. Well, he's hanging along. He's, he kind of did jokes in between the, the tunes, and the thing said was he funny. Doesn't have a background in comedy. Brendan Cullen on, on Graham Norton was brilliant. Yes, if you didn't see it, it was on Saturday, obviously Friday on BBC, Saturday on Virgin. The show was going nowhere till the boy showed up. <laughs> it was brutal. It and then suddenly it, was, it was, suddenly it was fun. And Graham said something about inviting too many Irish people onto the one show. Yeah, they all started talking about rerun, and the globe and stuff like that. It was good. Do you remember, ladies? And oh, Panty, yeah. Panty Bliss got a match. Oh, I know Panty. Yeah. Like, I know Panty, yeah, guys, yeah. This has gone out across the entire UK nation. <laughs> what are you on about? That's good. There is a teaser for Succession. Now, uh, Crossy says this sounds like, uh, it just sounds like an ad for Virgin Media Broadband. This is not the end. We are killing the opposition. I'm going to build something better, faster, leaner, wilder. I love it here. I love it. We're building faster broadband. <laughs> it does sound. So it's basically uh, Logan chatting to the family. They're all looking on in dread. Now, if you've watched Succession and you saw the cliffhanger 
Like that's a massive cliffhanger. We have to see what happens. Well, he's clearly still in it anyway. Well, he's in it, yeah. Well, we knew that, but it's what happened at the cliffhanger is what I'm more interested in. Virgin Media Broadband. Charlie Booth is very clever. So he, I don't know where he was staying. It might have been the studio he was staying in. And Charlie Puth had a squeaky door. And out of a squeaky door comes an amazing piece of music. That's how good he is. This is a door, and listen to the noise it makes when I move it. Here's the door noise slowed down. Those notes are... What if we made it sound a little higher? And a bass that goes... And a drum that goes... Bring the door melody back. That's making something out of nothing. Let's now, just remind ourselves of the squeaky door, because like, if he just had a bottle of WD forty, the world would have missed out. Yeah, exactly. On that. So like, you know, don't be complaining. Make art out of your squeaky things. This is a door, and listen to the noise it makes when I move it. Here's the door noise slowed <laughs> down. Those notes are. What if we made it sound a little higher? And a bass that goes boom. And a drum that goes. Bring the door melody back. Some people are just too talented. That's just not fair. Like you should follow Charlie Puth on all his uh, social media. It's uh, quite impressive. You can do. He's always in the studio. <laughs> He's coming up with Squeak beats and all doors. the time. He's ridiculous. Tomorrow he finds pots and pans and makes a massive hit out of them too. Time for Instagram. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. Leah from Lucan is watching The Watcher. Is it any good, Leah? Uh, it's okay. Bit of a slow burner, but it's getting good. Many episodes again. Um, we're on the fourth episode now. There's only seven, so hopefully it gets a bit better. What is the standard of giving a show a chance number of episodes before you give up? Is it two? Is it ten? It depends on how good or bad it is, but yeah, three. Three episodes, if I it's think, not getting going then? Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the amount of episodes, I suppose. Right, so quiet weekend in Luke and then, Leah, yeah? Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to jazz it up now with a thousand euro for you. Are you okay. familiar with all the rules? I am. Okay. Well, right. let's get down to business, Leah. Here we go, Leah. The game starts in three, two, one. How many colours are there in the rainbow? Seven. A car ferry leaving Dublin docks where in Wales? Oh, um. Oh, Jesus. Well, Jesus, can't, I can't think. Um, Wales, just nine okay. kilometres over that way. No. no. Who had a high-profile court case against Johnny Depp this year? Oh, um, no, I'm blank. Can't think. How many letters are in the name Donnybrook? Ten. True or false? Jay Z is an Arsenal fan. 
False. What Tom Cruise film was released earlier this year? Oh, no idea. The song Uptown Funk was by Bruno Mars and what other artist? No idea. Will I keep going? Keep going. Yeah. Phineas <laughs> Baird O'Connell is the brother of what famous singer? Nope, no idea. Galway, Sligo, <laughs> Roscommon, Mayo. What's the missing Connacht County? Galway, Sligo, Roscommon, Mayo. There's another county in oh, Connacht that's missing. Limerick. God no. Uh, Phil, well, it begins with L. Phil Foden plays for what club? Football club. Mm, no idea. <laughs> you don't really do quizzes, Leah, do you? Well, I guess he's right every morning on the flipping radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not today, you didn't. No, not today. Okay. <clears throat> well, look, uh, uh, as we said before, as a, a great man once said, they just didn't suit you. No. There are seven colours in the rainbow. Uh, you would be going to Hollyhead. Oh, yeah. Hollyhead's twinning with Greystones. Good on it. Always surprises me. Amber Heard. I could think of the other name for her, but I couldn't think of her actual name. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tony Brooks has got 10 letters, you're right. Jay- Jay- Jay-Z. Jay-Z's an Arsenal fan. That big. Yeah. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Oh. Yeah. Mark Ronson. Bruno Mars. It was actually Mark Ronson featuring Bruno no, Mars. I wouldn't have got that right. God Mark no. Ronson had to chase Bruno Mars around to record it. No, stop it. He's a hard man to catch. Phineas is the brother of Billie Eilish. All right. Yeah. Galway, Sligo, Roscommon, Mayo, Leitrim. Leitrim. Leitrim offer, wasn't it? Lovely um, Leitrim. Manchester City was where the uh, brilliant, in fairness, Phil Foden plays for. Yeah, you got two today. Oh, better than none. <laughs> It is, yeah, yeah, that's the way to look at it, you know. Thanks, Leah. So brilliant, lads. Thanks, bye. Bye, see you now. Ah, lads, I wouldn't have got any of them either. I got a 10, so there you go. There's the the two different versions of it. I got a 10, I wouldn't have known any of them. At least she can count. We must bring you sad news on the musical front right now. This is breaking the last 20 minutes. For the last few weeks, there was rumours that BTS, or some of the members of BTS, would be forced into do military service. And now, Big Hit Music is proud to announce that today the members of BTS are currently moving forward with plans to fulfil their military service. Now, they're describing it as working on other projects. So, that's solo, solo work. Basically, the band are going to do military service and reconvene in 2025. So, that's three years away. Just, yeah, a little over, a little under. And uh, Jin is the first one who has to go. So, because he's the oldest member, I think you have to do this before you're thirty. Yeah, I get a lot of spillover. He calls himself Jin Jin, so I do get some fans. Do you? I do. Yeah, I get confused. BTS fans think I'm uh, Jin. What, what do they DM you? What do they well, say? Well, they they go on for a second ago. I don't know. Uh, and the end of this month that's it yeah look they'll come back tougher leaner oh yeah <laughs> with a bit more you know with a bit of life experience yeah but it could be dangerous all these boy bands should do military it service could. Well, who, so who is the Irish Irish artist you'd send into war Westlife they're too old they should have done they it have to be under they should have done it in 2000 <laughs> straight into boot camp is that where Brian McFadden went <laughs> no no are you sure yeah he could have been off like in 
peacekeeping in the Lebanon or something. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been seen since 2004 when they broke up. So, uh, 2025, um, they will initiate the process uh, on the orders of the Korean government. And, well, now, uh, see, they, they, they consider it an honour to serve. You know, you can't be... Everyone else can't be doing military service and you're the odd ones out just because you're doing well. I know, I understand, but... Uh, it's an honour to serve. Yeah. A lot of European countries do it too. Yes. 16 to 17, is Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll toughen you up. Yeah, well, I just hope they'll be all right. Like, it's still dangerous. They've a lot more to give to the music world. Well, hopefully there'll be no problems. And one of their songs is called Dynamite. Hopefully he'll be just running around doing manoeuvres. Training exercises. Anyway, yeah. they're breaking up at the end of this month. And then they get back together. If they all get on okay. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy.ie. Don't waste your precious time. Sell your car the easy way. Autobuy.ie. Selena and Haley. The Raster. The Academy Museum Gala in LA. Haley obviously did the video podcast only three weeks ago where right. she spoke about Selena, Justin. Was there ever any crossover? The best thing they could do now is this cause put this to bed once and for all. Shut everybody up. They posed for a photograph together. Their, their cheeks were even almost touching. Although the funniest comment was someone below who said, It looks like Selena's posing with one of her biggest fans. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> has the vibe better. That's good. So they're fine. They're fine. And leave them alone. Lewis Capaldi performed Forget Me on TV acoustically over the weekend. And he also celebrated going to number one in the UK. To find out you know how to forget me I'd rather hear how much you regret me And pray to God that you never met me Then forget me Oh, I hate to know I made you cry But love to know I crossed your mind, babe To find out you know how to forget me Even after all this time Man, if you're going through a breakup right that's now good, that's, 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 good, that's going to sting Matt Goss was voted out of Strictly uh, last night He looked very uh, sad by the whole thing I think he's very plastic No, he's, he's a very shy guy He seems like a nice guy And uh, he seemed He seemed to like, it was Sort of knocked him for six kind of thing So I hope he's alright And uh, I think a lot of people sort of have a lot of time for him now where they thought he was a bit of an Egypt before. But they think he's a nice fella now. He's well, a nice if they thought he was such a nice fella, he'd still be in the show. Well, you know, maybe he's, uh, maybe he's dancing. I was waiting for the polar bears, so I saw a bit of him. I think, Ten. I think he mouthed it. I'll, I'll miss everybody. I'll miss, miss he this. He mouthed it, did he? He mouthed it. <laughs> he mouthed it. Mouthed it. Yeah, I did. Up. I mean, it's an extraordinary experience. I've lived in America for 25 years. And to be on Strictly, thank you, judges, for your candor and... And you've helped me in many ways, my posture and so on. I'm, uh, I'm more aware of it. And, uh, and this lovely lady beside me, world champion and her patience. I just, I'm very, I'm very honoured to have danced with you. And everyone that's going to stay in, I love you guys. And um, smash it, guys, smash it. He was very sort of down about the whole thing. He was uh, it's a big part of your life and then it's just gone. Robbie Coltrane uh, passed away on Friday at the age of 72. What an absolutely incredible actor. Of course, we all know him from Hagrid and Harry Potter. Cracker. If you love police detective shows, it's it was the 90s, but yeah, Cracker. Uh, you'll get it on Daily Motion. It's not on any streaming just right now, but I'm sure it will be. You can get the box set right. for next to nothing now. 
What's he put it into though? I know, yeah, that's the only problem. <laughs> but um, there's a there's a scene in Cracker, Robert Carlyle and Robbie Coltrane, where Robert Carlyle is this um, Liverpool fan fanatic who's kind of l- losing it, and it's just that episode. Oh my god! So many people were sharing that scene. Um, what manners on Line of Duty? Oh, it's such a good, and he was such a good character as well. So, um, yeah, there, here's a clip of him talking about why he played Hagrid in Harry Potter. I just think it's an end of an era. It's a ten, ten years of my life, and my my children are grown up during it, of course. That is uh, Robbie Coltrane, finest gamekeeper in Hogwarts, last day on Harry Potter. The legacy of the movies is that my children's generation will show them to their children, so you could be watching it in 50 years' time. Easy. I'll not be here, sadly. But <laughs> Don't you think on it for one minute. But Haggard will. Yes. That beard, it was his, wasn't it? It wasn't makeup. or I don't know. Because it was something else, wasn't it? Yeah. He was, like, he was just brilliant in that role. Mm-hmm. And everything he did, like, he's such a big career. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Uh, the, not the problem, but sometimes you've had such a big role for so many people in their lives, you'll be remembered for Hagrid, but there was an awful lot before it, too. Yeah, that's that's going to be his most famous one, for sure, but there's so much other great work. What a legend. So, did you know, the Sunday, last Sunday of October, right? Yeah, that'll be the day before Halloween. Yeah, you get a, an extra... It's a bank holiday weekend. At two o'clock in the morning, the clocks go... Back. Yes. All right. All right. And I'll explain why this song is called Clocks by Coldplay, but there's another link, right? Way back in the day, there was a builder, right, called William Willett. William Willett? Willie Willett. All right, this is back in 1907. He right. used to go horse riding every day. How right? he was a builder? So the, well, the builders, he must be doing well for himself. How would he have time? Builders are never stopped working. In the morning, early in the morning, he used to go for an early morning jump. You'd go for taking the horse out across the fields, right? Right. Off he'd go. Hardly transit, was it? He's on his horse. And he couldn't help notice how many curtains were closed. So it was his idea to come up with moving the clocks back. Right. So he so said, Some look, builder lad gets to the taste. Some builder... No, he just wrote, a, wrote a, a letter. That's what he used to do back in the day. So he wrote a little sort of essay about, here, do you know what? This is a, It's a waste of daylight. Because he'd be up, uh, out in the sunshine on his horse going, this is a waste of daylight. People having their curtains closed. So he should, you know, we should all just move the time back an hour. And it was refused by Parliament in 1908. And then a year... 1916, a year after poor old Willie Willett dies. Okay. Parliament becomes a free state. Parliament say, this guy, Willie Willett, was on something. We're going to move it. We're going to do it. We'll do this. It's a great idea. And he's responsible for that. And Willie Willett is the great-great-grandfather of Chris Martin from Coldplay. The great-great-grandfather. Yeah. Who has a song called Clocks. He does. Does he mention his great-great-great-great? Now I don't know if the song Clocks is about his great-great-grandfather who invented the daylight savings time thing. Willie Willett, Chris Martin's great-great-granddad. Think about that now at the end of the month. I will. Willie Willett is the reason. Willie Willett, Chris Martin. I still great, can't believe it. Builder. I'm sorry. I don't believe any builder has time in the morning to go riding a horse. He's got to go to stores. They've got to go to do quotes. He might have had lads doing that for him. You he know? clearly did. He was doing well for himself. If he had time to write papers about daylight savings time, he, he clearly was doing all right. He probably very had a big team of lads. Very deep for a builder that out of the morning as well. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you know the on, oh, on know, sites, very busy. We're flat out. At the the main builder shows up in his van around one o'clock just to keep an eye and make, sure, just make sure nobody's messing. Yeah, you know yeah. That's, that's you can never get him. I'd say Willie Willett is that, is that is that guy. I'm flat out at the moment. I don't know. A lot, I'd, of, I'd, lot of jobs on. Thought I told you to move that over there. You know, it was a big contract coming in as well. I don't know. Jeez, oh, it's only thirty grand. Oh. And when the van leaves on a Friday, yeah, four o'clock, it's like yeah, let's just let's just pack up now, lads. He's not going to come back. Yeah, all the Irish lads out that gap. That's Willie Willett. Willie Willett. He's a foreman. He's a manager. He's a foreman. Foreman. Yeah. Willie Willett writing pamphlets. <laughs> Look at all these curtains closed. I'm going to go home and write something about this. Chris Martin's great great granddad. <laughs> now Akon is musically. He's kind of gone quiet. I only know one of his songs. Uh, which one? Mr. Lonely. Well, he's not Mr. Lonely, Jim. He's not he's Mr. Sure? Lonely. He's <laughs> never going to be lonely. Because he's talking to Big Boy, and he has a lot of wives. But so much so, he doesn't even say how many. Is this a religious thing? Uh, no, I think it's an Akon thing. Oh, you're not allowed to have more than one wife unless it's a religious thing. Um, it depends if you believe in religion. I mean, God himself. God himself! What is, it, what is that religion where you're allowed to have lo- multiple wives? Um, Can't remember. Anyway, carry on. The fellas with the beards. No, I, I don't. I don't, don't categorise people lads, by no? their uh, facial hair. Amish, no. Amish, no. There's definitely there's parts of the world. I think I'm pretty sure in Saudi Arabia you can have as many wives as you like. But Akon is not from there. How many wives for real? Now, big boy, that one I always leave the speculation. Really? I like. I like it. I like that people. Guess. Okay, well, just do do this. I have one. Uh, do you have more than see, me? Yes, without a doubt. Wow. See, your life is difficult because you got to just focus on one thing all the time. That's difficult? It's difficult, yeah. So it's the more wise, to, the better. The it's life, easier yeah. to focus on more? It's a lot more. Oh, lot wow. more okay, more. explain that to me because <laughs> it feels like this one that I have, this is that awesome. focus, it seems like it would be harder to focus on more. Well, okay, put it this way. And I would hate to put an analogy this way because I don't want it to be taken differently. But It will, you have, social media. Yeah, it will anyway, so what? So let's say hypothetically you got four Ferraris, uh-huh. different colors. Right. Every day you dress your outfit, you know which one to pull in, right? It makes your life easier. Mm. But when you have only one red one, right? then you're like, damn, how am I going to look in this one tomorrow this and the next week? Right. So every day is a concentration of how, you know, you can't wear the same outfit every day. Uh, bro, hey, it makes bro, perfect let sense, me tell you. Hey, man. <laughs> right? So only makes real. Not- and then he goes on to explain, and he can kind of, uh, he compares them to hoodies. He's like, can you, can you just yeah, break it down? I don't know if you're comparing your wife to a suit. That's you know, what you're, I'm taking. You're in trouble in hoodies, like... It's yeah. a bit different, yeah? One hoodie, with, you can't wear it. With these hoodies that I have, right? Different colors. They don't have to be in different households, unless you got it like that, too. They don't have to be, like, in different households. They don't have to have different wants and different needs. and they, like, That's a lot of attention. Yeah, a hoodie is just like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's understandably perplexed by this revelation. He still doesn't say how many he has. It's illegal in the States to have more than one wife, but they don't prosecute you for it. Oh, I saw a documentary before about a guy who had five wives. So he had the first five wife. Five guys. Five wives. Five wives. New burger joint coming soon. Five wives. <laughs> five wives. And so the first wife was, the, you know, kind of traditionally how you sort of the girlfriend turns into the wife. And that's that. And yeah. then he says, look, I'm going to have another wife. And she says, okay. And she pretends she's okay with it, but she's not okay with it. Right. And then this younger girl comes into the house and they start getting on well together. And that's fine. Then the third one comes in. First one's really annoyed now at this stage. And the second one feels a bit sort of in the middle. And then the fourth one comes in. First one really can't stand her life now. Right. And uh, still gets on with second, but hates third and probably hates fourth. And then the fifth one comes in. It got really messy for wife number one. He was having a great old time. Right. And it was... Uh, the, Tired. It was, very, it was very good. Well, this is the thing. So uh, how does that work is what I would wonder. Yeah. 
he would sort of go, okay, it's Becky Wednesday. <laughs> and let's flip this for a minute. Girls, is there any state in your head at all where you would want five... Let's, well, let's, let's pick an five even flats. up. Four husbands, four blokes. No. Um, I mean, it, it might be... Ha- like, between the four of them, you'd probably get stuff done around the house. You might, like... By, by husband number four, you, he might actually take the bins out. Would any of you listening like four be, husbands? Because this be is always about much. the girls, but like... Yeah. Well, he's comparing them to hoodies now, so I, I don't think Akon is romantic. And uh, he's certainly not Mr. Lonely. Not a chance. I've won. That's enough. One husband and three sons. Oh, with the God complex. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry alarm clock is seven to four. I saw somebody making the healthy jam the other day. The alternative to jam, right? So they, all they did was get the frozen fruit and chia seeds, right. blended it up and stuck it in the fridge. And it goes all jammy. And apparently it's all... <laughs> oh, jammy! Oh, jammy! So there's no sugar in it, you know? It's not natural. It's all plant-based. It's, How are you? I did see a woman staring at a bush the other day. Staring at a bush? Staring at a bush. Like, with thorns in it. So that must have been what she was doing. It all makes sense now. Blackberries. She was looking for berries. Yeah. Battle Go, lamb. Get the ones high up. That's the top tip. It's, don't, don't get the ones where any animal can cock their leg. Or a fella. Exactly. Go high. And he doesn't even need to cock his leg. High for the win. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing, like... And rats. No, no. Hi. But sure, where does all you the can't. jam that we eat come from? It's the same place, no? Unless yeah. they grow. I'd rather have a blackberry from Wicklow than uh, a blueberry from Peru. And you can uh, quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sneering at this when it came home. It wasn't oh, mine. Oh, the sneer. It came in a box, a white box with cellophane all over it. And I was like, what is that? Would you go away, Apple iPhone? So... Now the largest storage you can get. You change your mind pretty quick. You haven't had one out of your hand for the last fifteen years. Five twelve gig. Yeah. This one was eight gig. Back the in the iPhone, day. Back in the day in two thousand and seven. Sorry, you can get a terabyte now. Excuse me. Although it's nearly two thousand euro. If you pay two grand for a phone, you're something wrong with you. Anyway, the first generation iPhone from two thousand seven. It was nice and curvy at the back. It had two megapixel camera. The state of it. Two megapixel. Ah, it was, did the trick though. It's better than anything before it. Uh, a three and a half inch screen. Yeah. You'll do nothing. So you're laughing at it now. It was brilliant at the time. Uh, Steve Jobs comes out with his little polo. He was the original wearer of the polo neck, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so it's come full circle. So the polo neck uh, was a kind of a power dressing move uh, that has gone full circle now. And polo necks are all back in. If you see a fella in your job wearing a polo neck at the moment, it's because he's read a bit of research that says people will think or he's more powerful because he's wearing a polo neck. There's, that's where Steve Jobs is going. Anyway, basically, if you have a first-generation iPhone still in the box, I don't know why you would. Like, obviously, you would have probably used it. Uh, they're worth $30,000. Why? I have no idea. Just because the a piece of history. I don't know. Um, 30 grand? Yeah. Is it unused? Oh, yeah, it's, it's unopened. No, it's not in a drawer, then. Factory sales, first release example. It's in exceptional condition. Well, of course, it is in a box. Um, collectors and investors would be hard-pressed to find a superior example. Even if you have one that isn't amazingly immaculate, there will be someone on eBay who wants to buy it. Maybe you got one for your granny and she never bothered with it. She's kept it in a drawer in the original box. What do you sound if you bought your granny a new iPhone? 30 grand. 30 grand. 30 grand. Now, the highest bid at the moment is only 10. But still, $10,000. So if you have a first-generation iPhone... Still in the box. It could be worth a little small gold fortune to you. I had a Motorola. Yeah, it's not on the list, Jim. I know. I had them out the road. No, but I, I did like it that it, flick, it clicked. And now the, the, Samsung, the new Samsung's doing that, isn't it? It clicks. Uh, are they going back to that, it are they? It folds out, yeah. 
I think it's Samsung. Oh, the door, yeah, it's a folding phone. Cause the ad said. is very good. Have seen that? The girl becomes obsessed with everything that folds. Yes. And then she gets one and then there's a guy on the bus and he's looking at her, her phone and going, oh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's very good ad. In fact, Samsung uh, trolled Apple with their latest iPhone. They released this big, huge fanfare that they always do and Samsung replied to them the next day and said, yeah, come back to us when it can fold. Oh! <laughs> so I love technology giant wars. Anyway, first generation iPhone. Go have a look. It could be worth an absolute bomb. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.